Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Solutions Brewing Podcast. Uh, I'm Brendan. I'm joined today by Steve. Uh, Rob has decided to duck out of this one, but we're going to make him pay for that by making him edit the episode at the end of the day. Suck it, Rob. Um, And we'll put in a (laughs) bunch of jump cuts and weird stuff just to try to make his life difficult. I'm uploading mine in five separate files, and I'm not going to name them. (laughs) Well, they'll be numbered non-sequentially. Yeah. So um, there'll be there'll be one, and then it'll be like point oh one, and then we'll be like sixty, something like that. Oh wait, no, I'm remembering some past advice. Don't piss off your editor. So no, we'll just do this one straight. Okay, okay, that, that sounds good. One file. One there file. we go. Um, yeah. So anyway, Rob not not able to join us, but we'll still have a good conversation today. We're going to be talking about a recent auction that we participated in as part of us finally getting towards having our physical space. Uh, yeah. It was very exciting. It sounds like it. I wasn't able to <laughs> attend it personally, and um, but Steve did a lot of the legwork here, so I'm going to throw it to him to kind of set the stage. What was this auction? How did we hear about it? So we basically received an email uh, from, I, I think we're on a mailing list somewhere, on a mailing list sort of thing. Uh, signed up previously through a... a, a, a liquor distributor or material supplier or something like that. And we got basically a thing from them saying, hey, there's a brewery that's gone essentially bankrupt or is, you know, short selling in BC. Can't Do you want to participate? And we got this on like, oh, what was it? It was like the Monday and the first auction was like Wednesday or something like that. It was it was something like super, super, it's like, we're, we're looking at the auction items and we're trying to figure out, okay, like this is on one day, this is the next day. Uh, we did a little bit of research. Um, it was actually a brewery in, uh, in BC called, I think, Collective, Collective Arts or Collective Something Brewery that for whatever reason went, went under, but it was a big brewery, like 50 hectoliter brew system. They were double batching, uh, so they had 100 liter or 100 hectoliter tanks, so 1,000 liter tanks, which is huge. Very big, yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's bigger than pretty much any, like, you would have to get to, like, a big rock or a village uh, size brewery to have those kind of tanks. Like, even, I think even Toolshed only has, like, 90 heck uh, vessels, so it's kind of crazy. Um, But they were going under, and they were selling everything. So, like, kegs uh non like the the anti fatigue mats uh chairs desks um i think i saw a kitchen system. sink in there no there was there was yeah. literally like a kitchen sink uh, yeah so it was just like everything in the building that like even if it was attached to the walls was taken off the walls and they were selling it uh getting every scrap out of it uh so actually i gotta say some of my favorite um lots that they had there is they'd have beside each other the same picture of this shelving unit stacked with brewing equipment or chemicals or and Mm -hmm. one lot would be brewing chemicals (laughs) potassium and all that other stuff shelf not included and the next one was a shelf all the other shit not included (laughs) (laughs) and like that happened multiple times like there was one lot that it was basically like it was their grain storage area. So it was like, here's like 40 bags of malt. And then here's eight storage racks for 40 bags of malt. <laughs> 40 bags of assorted malts. Yeah, so, <laughs> you yeah, had to kind of look at the pictures to try to figure out what they were. 
So it was split into two uh, two parts. Uh, there was one on January 11th, and then there was one on January 16th. So five days later sort of thing. So on the short notice, we basically had our, our uh, regular meeting and basically said, okay, what what do we need? What is what is in here that looks what we could actually use? And let me tell you, we we looked at like the the hundred and fifty foot canning line, uh, the brew system, all that kind of stuff, and then realized we were desperately desperately poor, so we couldn't afford any of the big stuff. But one uh, some of the items we were looking at, there was some small lab equipment um, like scales and that sort of thing that I tried to get couldn't get. Uh, there was kegs. There was those anti-fatigue mats, because we actually do need some of those anti-fatigue mats. Like, standing on concrete, like, it. not all of our shows can be the Canmore Highland Games, where you just, you're on grass the entire time. Oh, man, but if they could be? Oh, if they could what be, a, be. What amazing. a day. Damn. But, uh, you know, we kind of need some of those, because we're standing behind boots for hours on end. It's it's pretty it's pretty tiring. So, there was, there was a whole bunch of things I had wishlisted. I had about 50 or 60 lots wishlisted. And it was like, okay, um, it's middle of the day on a, on a Wednesday. Um, let's do this. Okay. So we, uh, so the first lot, again, was mostly these small items and all that kind of stuff. Log in, get, you know, sign up and get all this stuff, uh, stuff going. And it turned out it wasn't just an online auction. It was a hybrid op- auction. So the auction house that was doing this, uh, I think normally for this, like, they'd have all the lots and then he would... He's doing the auction thing, like, ah, 50, 50, all, 50, all, you know, I hear 60, I hear 60, 60, and I hear 70, 70, 70, 70, ah, do I hear an 80, and, but he, like, he's trained, so he can actually do it properly, like, the really rapid fire and all this kind of stuff. But this had also uh, garnered the interest. We don't know who they were, uh, but there was a big BC brewery um, that I think they said they might have been from Prince George, which there are, like, three or four breweries in the, in that area. And then there was one from Alberta that they was so important to them to be a part of this that they both flew a representative from their breweries out to the auction house. So what it was, it was like online, all the online bidders are there, like which, which were one of them. And there's probably some other small breweries as well. And then there's the two representatives on the phone there with their own people. And then the auctioneer's there and he's got basically bidding for them when they say, so he's so like consistently he's like uh like a hundred bucks or whatever for an item and they start shooting shooting up and then i uh, you hear on the on the feed the guy beside him go like 350 okay i got 350 and you, you see him click so the 350 now shows up in the online bid and it keeps and it keeps going so it was really really interesting because it, it it's it's this weird mix of online and in person and sometimes some of the items uh the other breweries were just not interested in. So you, you wouldn't hear anything from them. But then other times you hear these two guys talking to the auctioneer and they're basically back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So it was, it was interesting to be a part of very interesting. Yeah. Sounds like it. I, I remember getting all the text messages through the day. <laughs> this one's gone for this. Oh, that one's on. Oh, I got this one. Um, well, but. well, cause that was the, th- that was the thing is that, like I, I I looked up the used prices for a bunch of the stuff we were looking at, but I was like, a how much do we want to get, and b how high are we willing to go, um, and yeah, like I was just like guys, like I'm 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 going to be spending our money. <laughs> Please tell me that I have permission to like to spend the money that that we think we're going to get out of this sort of mm-hmm. thing. So, yeah, it was. Uh, 
yeah, so the first day was pretty exciting. Um, there was like 300 or some lots. So like I was online for about two hours, I think. Um, some of the stuff was super, super rapid fire. Like it didn't take too long to go through. Uh, some of the other stuff, he, the auctioneer, he was trying to get as much as possible. So he was calling out like specific bidders being like, Hey, bidder from here. Like <laughs> this is like, this thing costs $50,000 new. It's going for 7,000. You have to bid on this because I cannot <laughs> let it go for 7,000. Like buddy's going to get it here. He's going to get a hell of a steal. Come on, make make sure that you don't let him get it for this. I know you know that other guy, and you don't want him to have this. You can stop this, only you. <laughs> because that's his job. Like, the auctioneer is trying to get the most value out of the items there for, like, creditors and for or whoever, and yeah. all this kind of stuff. So <laughs> it was really interesting because he, he would stop. Like, he would stop and just be like, no, like, there it has to go for a little bit higher, and he, he would let... Um, some of the auctions kind of percolate for a little bit. Like some of them were, again, that's super rapid fire, but the other ones he'd be like, I still got 350. I still got 350. Someone give me 375. <laughs> and then he'd like lower the, the increment amount. He'd be like, okay, it's not 375. It's 360. Come on, give me 360. Okay, no, we got 360. Oh, we got 370. Hey, we got the 380. Okay, guys, we did a lot of work to get the 380. You could have just got 375 and gotten there the first time. So he, he was a, he was a character. Excellent. I should say he was a bit of a character. Excellent. But uh, on the first day, uh, we, we did get outbid on a few items, which was, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but we had managed to secure um, four pallets of kegs, which was super interesting. Uh, because they were all 50-liter kegs, which uh, for our system, we would have to, like, a single brew day would fill up a 50-liter keg. And so we're like... Okay. Well, in a single day, we could double batch. We we could double we, batch. We we yeah. have the fermenters and the bright tanks to fill two kegs at a time. Yeah, to do two kegs, but that's a that's a lot of. And, and again, you know, we're starting out and we're going to be selling our beers. Fifty kegs is great, but to entice people to first take you on, you want twenty liter kegs. Unfortunately, those were all on the second day. <laughs> I'm going to pause here for a second and just to any, any of our uh, devoted listeners who have been wanting to buy our beer 50 liters at a time, soon we'll be licensed to, to fill the kegs we just bought and sell them to you. Yes. So stay tuned. Very shortly, we'll be able to meet that demand. Indeed. Yeah. But well, before we get on to the second day here, there was, there was some interesting stuff that happened immediately after the first day. Because as I recall they needed to clear out the auction house or wherever all this shit was stored before the yeah. second day of the auction, which was what, five days later? Yeah. So, so this was, so all this happened on a Wednesday, the second day of the auctions on a Monday and they're closed Sunday. And so they're like, Hey, we need it. You, you need to basically pick up your materials by Saturday at the latest. Saturday okay. at 5 PM. Saturday at 5 PM. That's fine. And so they had a whole list of like shippers because again most of the people are not in province they got to use someone else so it's like hey here's a list of like six shippers for small and big items shippers good i'm glad you said shippers this is yeah. a family program <laughs> um but it was like hey here's all this all this thing um <laughs> uh please contact them and set it up and like they know us they know where we are like they're you know they're on the list for a reason sort of thing so when Wednesday evening, I sent off a whole bunch of emails. I'm like, hey, this is like, my name is Vermeer. I'm from Solutions Brewing. 
Uh, basically, we have some kegs uh, that we bought at this auction. There's a part two of the auction. Um, basically, we need these materials picked up on the uh, by Saturday, and we might be adding to it for shipping later on on the Monday or the Tuesday. So <laughs> send it off to like three of the shippers of the prime ones and just kind of wait a day sort of thing. And it's Thursday and it's like, okay, I haven't heard back yet, but I'll give a couple increase and give a couple calls straight to voicemail, leave a voicemail to being like, hey, my name's Steve, you know, looking to get the stuff picked up. I've got a little bit of a timeline, needs to be picked up by Saturday. So <laughs> Friday, <laughs> Friday comes along. I still haven't heard from any of the companies. So at this point, and, I started mapping out, okay, like, how many cakes could we fit in trucks? <laughs> like, our pickups. <laughs> how long would it take to drive there? <laughs> I was like, we need... I, 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 For my own security, I needed to know there was a backup plan that we could execute at the last minute. <laughs> so, uh, and, like, legitimately, that's, you know, a bit of concern. Or, like, or you could, like, figure out something else. Like, you maybe talk to the auction house or something like that. Um but there was one that I hadn't uh, selected because you had to you had to basically sign up with an account for them, and this was basically just going to be a one time thing. And it actually said like you know for other shippers, and it's like okay, like fine. So I'll give them a call, get them on get them on a Friday, at like what was it? It was like two o'clock. It was one o'clock their time. It was two o'clock our time. Uh, finally got through this to this lady, Miss Donna, and basically said. Hey, I, like I contacted through this way, but I haven't heard anything yet. Basically, I'm on a timeline here. Can you pick up, like basically, I need items to pick up and ship. I'll probably be adding to it on Monday. And then this all needs to come to Alberta. Can you help us? And she's like, oh yeah, those guys. Oh yeah, we can go over there. Just send me the lot numbers and I'll go get, and like, I'll send it. I'll dispatch a guys right now to go get it. So, so Miss Donna, thank you from uh, PCB uh, freight, freight and shipping. Yes, saved us because Brendan was just about to drive, do the eleven-hour drive down to <laughs> down to Vancouver to get the kegs. <laughs> I had other stuff planned, and I was like, I may need to cancel this. So I second, I was telling Steph, and she's like, "Isn't there a better way?" I was like, "Yes, yes, we're trying to do the better way. <laughs> we're trying to do the better way." <laughs> but if the better way fails, we can't lose this that we just bought. <laughs> oh, and oh yeah, and then it was it was hilarious too. One of what the the recommended shipper then contacts us on sunday so this is like way after the fact he sends it like sunday night he's like oh yeah we should be able to help you like just let us know and we'll do something and i said i was so angry and i just sent a little message back being like hey you know sorry we've already selected someone else thanks thanks but no thanks yeah 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 i, I remember seeing that come into the to the, to the company email there the we need this picked up by saturday then yeah sunday yeah we can help you with this i don't think you read the email yeah, I don't. I don't think you read the email, and especially on a Sunday. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> but also, that ends well. The mm -hmm. the sh shipping company picked up the stuff, held it, and that brings us to day two. Yes, day two. Which, oh, so the first the first part was short notice. They they only had a couple days to get it set up, and a lot of people didn't know about it, and you know, kind of missed the show. Second day. Now, this is where all those as I mentioned earlier, those big vessels were and the brew system and all this other equipment. Um, as a result of that and the couple days that, you know, they had to, to figure their stuff out, there's a lot more people bidding on the stuff, including people from the U.S. And because the Canadian dollar is trash right now compared to the U.S. dollar, I think it's 
70 cents of the dollar, I think, or it's at 72 cents of the dollar, something like that. Yeah, the other way it was 1.37. Yeah, three yeah, three five three seven. So the American dollar goes about thirty-five percent farther than the Canadian dollar. So and uh it was it was a bit of a bloodbath because there's a lot more people bidding now, but pricing was up about fifty percent. That was that was a thing. So so kegs, so a lot of kegs that we got for about three hundred to three twenty five was going for four fifty plus. And that was for the like the non desirable kegs. Um, and then on top of it, like we were trying to get some 20 liter kegs, uh, those I think basically doubled in price because I'm pretty sure on the first day, if those lots had been there, probably could have snagged them for, I don't know, maybe 800, $900 on, on the second day they were going for like, we, we snagged ours for 1200. The other ones were going for about like 13, 1400. It was, it was so bad. But all these big breweries meant bigger money was coming through. And some of so here's the very interesting thing about it is that the second day, all the brew house and all this kind of stuff, the brew house was listed for $1.1 million replacement cost. It cost the brewery, I think it was like, this is like five, six years ago, $800,000 to $900,000 to install it. So this is a 50 liter, uh, 50 hectoliter brew system. Uh, it sold for $340,000. And that's basically enough to get you started. With that and some of the vessels you could have bought there for, again, very, very cheap, you could have had a functioning brewery with vessels and a canning line, which is disgu- like it is insane, for under $500,000. Now you need somewhere to put it, and you have to get it all licensed and all that kind of fun stuff. But for for pennies on the dollar, for thirty percent of its value, you could have gotten started. And and someone did buy it. I think it was someone from the U.S. did buy it. Uh, maybe upgrading their system, or maybe they're starting out. Who knows, sort of thing. Yeah, that's kind of what I took from this is the the opportunity for upsizing. If if you have a small system and you kind of proved it out, and you're like, oh, maybe we'll just wait till the price is right. We and then all of a sudden this comes along. Yeah, it could really accelerate your expansion. So, yeah. So, and you could tell this time because the, uh, again, because the auctioneer, he, he was back for round two, but he could he knew who was bidding and who had signed up and all that, um, and so he he was playing the, uh, a the Americans off the Canadians, being like, hey Americans, this stuff is super cheap, like, basically run up the price <laughs> essentially, <laughs> but also, um, he was like, hey. Uh, like don't worry about shipping we do this all the time we'll we'll get it across border we'll be this is a big thing we'll figure it out sort of things like as long as you buy it it'll get to you and i think the brew system it went it was going between a brewery somewhere in oregon really really hard to tell he didn't get any specifics and then one one was in washington state so i think it might have been spokane or something like that it's again no no specifics or anything like that but as a result uh yeah, we we got run up on our kegs, which is really sad. <laughs> yeah, still still cheaper than new, and at the end of the day, probably that's about the same price as buying them used from like a broker or something like that in like across Canada. Like we'd still have to pay for shipping and all that kind of stuff. It'd still be a big pain in the ass. But all 
all we got out of it was a flat of kegs, which is good. We got 20, 20, 20, uh, 20, 20 liter kegs and a pallet jack. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the pallet jack was a mistake. So L- we, literally, I remember we were looking at the lots on our meeting before the auction. And we looked at the pallet jack, and this is for our listeners. Steve, of course, already knows yeah. the story. And we looked at it, and we started talking about the pallet jack because we're we're planning to buy pallets and kegs and all this. And oh yeah, that would be great. We could use it all that sort of stuff. And they're like, wait a minute, our brewery spot is in the middle of an acreage surrounded by gravel and dirt. <laughs> we have all of three hundred square feet of paved like concrete to work it on. Like it's you know, it's honestly easier just to lift the keg. On by one and toss it to each other. So so we, we, we came to the decision, all right, we're not going to buy our fit on the pallet, pallet jack. Yeah. And, then, and then Steve says, okay, this is what I got, 20, 20 liter kegs and a pallet jack. I was like, <laughs> But it, it wasn't my fault. Kind of it was my fault. So, again, one of the quirks, because we're doing this online bidding system, is that you would click and they would register your your bid and then you know your bid would show up or whatever but if you timed out or if you were like clicked at the same time as as they understood or as their server understood it uh basically neither would register and then a higher bid that actually got entered would go in or again whoever was first got the bid in first sort of thing so you click multiple times to try and get it before the au- the uh, the auction closed and what happened with me is i was bidding on one of those sets of kegs and then it went to the next lot but it missed it misregistered my click so it's like i clicked on this but it switched to the in the background it switched to the next lot so i so i was i was at like again like 1200 1300 for these kegs and i was like okay what like one last one i'll try i'll try and snipe this lot switched over to this pallet jack and it's like bid starts 100 and i clicked and then that click went through, and it's like, and we got 125, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so message the auctioneer really quick, being like, hey, uh, that was a misclick. Like, can I, uh, can I basically, like, get that rescinded? And he's like, oh, sorry, like, from our end, it looks like it went through after its, its thing. So it's, a, it's, unfortunately for you, it's a valid bid, and they have this whole, like, disclaimer. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's not bad, as long as someone else bids. And no one else bid. <laughs> so, so at the end of it, I'm just like, "Fuck! I got a pallet jack." So what? What? <laughs> so I had to, I had to look up afterwards. I'm like, "What can I sell a pallet jack for? Because I need to sell this stupid thing now." <laughs> and, and I and it was funny too. I tried giving it to the uh, to the shipping company. I'm like, "Hey, do you want to buy this pallet jack off of me?" And they're like, "No, we don't want to buy this pallet jack off of you." And I'm like, but hey, you'll be shipping with this pallet jack. Like, can we get a discount because you can use our pallet jack up until you deliver our stuff? And they're like, no, that's not how that works. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) But I did look up for what I paid for the pallet jack and the shipping. I should be able to sell it for slightly more than that on the, on like a GD or something like that. So I should, we'll make a tiny profit. Net gain. Like 30 bucks, maybe 50 bucks. But it's just, uh, but yeah, just sheepishly telling Brendan and, and Rob, it's like, yeah, I got, I got our kegs and a pallet jack. <laughs> but 
Uh, but yeah, so yeah, day two, a lot more frantic. It was less lots, but it was a lot more frantic. A lot more bidding was going on. And it was funny too, a lot of the bids, because again, this was a proper brewery. It had an outside uh, storage silo and it had like a delivery truck, like an actual like 20 foot big deli- like cargo uh, truck for deliveries and stuff. Um, some items that could be moved easily or were, like you knew their value sort of thing went for like there, there was rapid bidding between you know these the, the two breweries up in canada and the ones in the u.s and other ones that were that would be interesting to move was uh, it was how would i put it so some of those hundred liter heck uh vessels again brand new fifty thousand dollars like big stainless steel things mm-hmm. were going for seven to nine thousand dollars and for the sole reason is that you'd have to ship it from that location to wherever you were. And that, like, those are big. Like, they're 20 feet tall. You're going to need a flatbed trailer to do it. You're going to need multiple flatbed trailers if you buy multiple ones. And even some of the equipment, one of the craziest ones, it was a combination keg and bottling line. So you'd, you would hook it up to the vessel, to the, like those one, one of those big vessels, and it would fill kegs and bottle at the same time and the system new was three hundred and thirty thousand dollars canadian it went for like 80 and it's just and it's disgusting because like it was like apparently just service and it was good to go and all this kind of thing and i look at that kind of that piece of equipment and be like damn like that's an amazing thing it would be great to have and it'd be just awesome Complete a completely out of price range, and B someone snagged it, got a hell of a good deal on that, because getting those kind of mechanical components for on a major discount, like a twenty five cents on the dollar, incredible, like absolutely incredible. Something but, like uh, that also comes back to you need the space to put it into, right? Like, yeah. But. Again, one of the things that went really cheap, there was the uh, the section of the canning line. There was a couple of components on it. But it was basically a bottling line, but it was 150 feet long, and it went for 10 cents on the dollar of what it was worth. Because you got to have a facility large enough to, to have that. And I, again, most breweries are not big breweries. They don't have the space to do that. So it, it, it kind of really opened my eyes to, because like growing, growing up as a kid, like <laughs> growing up on a farm, I went to a lot of auctions. I, that, that's what, that was like the Sunday, the Saturday or Sunday thing. You'd go, Papa would get us and we'd go and we'd go to Farmer Joe's farm and, you know, mainly just to go talk and see, see people, but there's an auction going on all that. And seeing that sort of stuff happen in the brewery space and now understanding more of the business and the costs that go into it and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't remember any of the numbers or what stuff went for back in the day with the farming equipment was, was not my spiel. And I was, you know, single digits at that time. Uh, but nowadays it's like, Holy man, like it's, it's sad that a, a business is going under and it's not, it, you know, they're not surviving and, you know, they've got to basically get whatever they can get out of the company or for the company. But if you're, if you time it right, and if you know about it and you, and you have the capital to to snag it it's huge it's so so massive it could it could vault you forward sort of thing 
So at the end of the day, we spent a couple thousand dollars on on equipment, and then we spent you know another couple hundred uh, couple hundred dollars, uh, or more than a couple hundred dollars, to get over the mountains and to us. But like, we're good to go now. Like this, like we've got a few small things to finish up the brewery itself. You know, finish put up the the rest of the drywall, get the cooler up and function uh, functional running here, but. We have our system. We have our fermenters. We've got kegs now. Like we, we're essentially, we're very close. We're very excited. We're very close. We've been talking about this since we started doing the podcast. Well, for several years before starting doing the podcast, but yeah, uh, we've been talking about it for a while, and it's 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 getting close enough. You can almost can almost taste it. So yeah, it's an exciting time for us. We're looking forward to being able to share the results of it with everybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah. That was our auction adventure, and uh, well, we'll we'll keep our ear to the ground. We'll kind of keep out uh, an eye out for other other things. But in the meantime, if someone wanted to to talk to us in any which way, how would they do so, Brendan? Well, the first way, and the one that I would highly recommend, is they can come see us at the Jasper Beer and Spirits Festival, uh, February tenth and eleventh. Yep. Or ninth. Super and 10th. Bowl weekend. Tenth and eleventh. Yep. February 10th and 11th, we'll be up in Jasper for the second year here. Uh, excited for that one. I, I really enjoyed that festival last year and looking forward to it this year. Um, we'll be a part of the Grand Taste, and we're also competing again in the Iron Brewer competition there. Uh, we just kegged our Iron yes. Brewer beer last weekend. I love it. Um, hopefully, you guys love it, too. And we can... Uh, I, I'm excited to taste the finished product because I just had the taste of the uh, when we brewed it. And even then, like, just... Just tasting the beer, it tasted really, really good. So now that it's fermented, now that it's carved and all that kind of stuff, I'm I'm really excited. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, if you're unable to come to Jasper, uh, then you can always reach us by going to our website, www.solutionsbrewing.com. We have a contact us page there. It sends us an email. Uh, the email is noproblems at solutionsbrewing.com. Or you can always reach out to us on our social medias, uh, Facebook and Instagram, at Solutions Brewing Co. And if anybody's curious what 32 50-liter kegs and 20 20-liter kegs look like when they're all crammed into one small room, we'll send a picture <laughs> on our Instagrams here um, and show you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, the 50-liter kegs, even empty, are still like 25 pounds apiece, so... And we, we took delivery of those today, and don't, it was it was a lot to get it into the into the space. And it's not even in the space yet because there's still like drywall and crap in there that I <laughs> we got to finish off with first. That's right. That's right. It's on the other side of the wall. Oh, man. Yeah. It's 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 all coming together, folks. It's it's going to be all exciting. All coming together. But I think that uh, that's pretty good for an episode. So works for me. Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> So thank you everyone for joining us today and we will see you next time.